episode, we'll be talking about the unsaid relational pressures creative business owners deal with. While it may seem like everyone is starting a business, many people aren't. Many don't really understand what it takes, and most people don't know how to love or communicate with visionary types. I'm not saying one type of person is better than the other, but I am saying that visionaries operate from a different rhythm and from a different mindset. Sometimes it can create a gap, and that gap can create assumptions. And then those assumptions become a reality to visionaries in the form of subliminal pressure. We start taking on an influenced motivation and start making decisions catering to that. Here are the top eight behaviors that can happen when we don't realize pressure is influencing our instincts. Number one, we feel like we constantly have to prove our worth and success. Success helps us prove to others and to ourselves that our decision to follow our dreams was not a mistake. Number two, we rush and resent our development phase to get to that place where there is a measurable goal we can share. This again ends up being about proving success to override an assumption of impending failure. Number three, we hesitate to refresh or niche in for fear of seeming wrong, confused, or scattered to the outside eye. Number four, we stress out about our title and what we identify as. While it is important for many reasons to align with an overall way to describe what you do for people, pressure can lead it to being from a place of feeling like the title itself will make others take you seriously. Number five, We feel like we have to prove that we work hard even though we might not have a 9-to-5 or the work tasks associated with it. Some of the tasks that we do, in addition to the traditional business-related tasks, don't carry the same weight to traditional minds. Things like social media planning, content marketing, and high-quality lifestyle imagery gets lost on many. Number six, we either overcompensate or isolate ourselves in order to handle the opinions, questions, and assumptions that inevitably come. Glossing over or avoiding starts looking like a much better option some days. Number seven, we consistently have to learn to own transitioning into our new roles and direction while everyone else is comparing and hanging on to our old. That's not always the easiest space to be in. Number eight, we feel like we have to live up to expectations of what other people think business is supposed to be like, and then we absorb it. So many people think a business just kind of happens, and if it's going to be successful, it should happen very quickly. So when you tell people two years later that you're still developing and growing, you get that patronizing face that makes you kind of feel like a failure. But here's where a lot of the external energy is coming from. We are literally brought up to label ourselves and others. People feel comfortable when they can put someone in a box and put their finger on what they're about. When someone doesn't fit one box or is constantly evolving into new boxes, it creates a resistance inside someone that triggers an uncomfortable lack of understanding within them. That translates into trying to use their own logic to wrap their head around you. But unfortunately, the feeling of being uncomfortable is negative. So there's this negative connotation associated with trying to figure you out, which leads people to lean more on the negative side when filling in the supporting logic. You experience this in their body language, responses, and reactions to you. Let's be honest, people are more inclined to call someone scattered and aimless instead of multi-skilled and within a creative process. People are more inclined to call someone a failure instead of telling them to try again and approach it from a new perspective. And people are way more inclined to let you know how risky your decisions might be instead of affirming the intense amount of courage it takes to even consider those options. Why does this happen? One reason might be that all social interaction becomes a reminder and a mirror for people still searching for and understanding their own purpose. They see what goes on in the world and they take it in and assess their own value and abilities and worth according to it. Sometimes when people feel uncertain, 
or they see someone doing things that they couldn't or wouldn't do, they resist and they project. They dig up all of their worries, assumptions, and uncertainties and pepper them into their advice, questions, and conversations with you. Nobody means to do this. The majority of people aren't out there to be a hater, but it happens. That's when you get questions like, so are you making six figures a month yet? Even though it's only been three months since you quit your job. They've heard the five or six highlighted overnight success stories and assume that's the sign of something big and real. And they assign that to you. But now you let the six figures a month become bigger than it needs to be within your own process. Or maybe when you tell somebody you're niching in, they might respond with something like, oh my God, pick one. I can't keep up with everything you've been. And then they follow it up with that laugh. They don't know how to respond or affirm someone exploring and evolving. To them, it looks like you're flopping around uncertain when really you might be adding or coming out of a season of mastering a complementary skill set that enhances your niche talents. But the words stick. You may even end up feeling embarrassed or ashamed of the things you've tried and learned instead of being proud. But here are four ways to navigate those pressures. Number one, maintain a realistic perspective. You just have to understand that not everyone shares the same mindset. People can only speak from how far their mentality has evolved or what it's been exposed to. You have to understand that sometimes you're just operating from a different place. Take it as a sign of evolution and that you're being prepared for something different. Now, part of being realistic, too, is not blowing out of proportion how much people are thinking about you. Yes, they will share their thoughts, and then they move on to the other thousand things that matter to them. Yet, you're still operating from a place of putting their comments on a pedestal. You're thinking about them way more than they're thinking about you, guaranteed. 95% of the time, the pressure we take on is self-inflicted, even if it is influenced, and you can control that. You don't have time to take on visionary victim mentality. Number two, give yourself permission to unapologetically not care. This goes to my last point. You can't constantly try to assume and understand why and how people are reacting or assuming things the way they are. You can't afford to wait for somebody to catch up in understanding and acknowledgement. You never know when that's going to come or if it ever will. Plus, you can't give someone else the permission of power over you like that. Instead, simply maintain the perspective of knowing you're on a different rhythm mentally that God has intentionally revealed or stepped you through certain experiences and just find peace in that. It's not a bad thing. They're not better and you're not better. You're just on a different assignment. Number three, define for yourself what success is. Success has had such a general definition for so long and that definition was made by the traditionally successful people like it was an exclusive club profile. But with technology, the playing field has evened out and now success can be defined by the visionary. But you have to take the time to reflect and seek and decide what that looks like for you. Otherwise, you'll be creating towards a goal that someone else makes. When this happens, you won't see the value along the path or enjoy the mile markers once you get there. Your soul will crave what it craves and you'll feel that restlessness until it aligns. Number four, open up a dialogue and see it as an opportunity to teach. But then ultimately understand it's truly up to you to know that you know whether they get it or not. Sometimes you want to prove so badly that you're doing big things or that there's worth in what you're pursuing that you lose your transparency. But in that real transparency, there's an opportunity to teach. Sometimes glossing over or staging success is what causes people to have uninformed understanding of what it really takes. When you feel led and you feel like it's a safe place, don't shy away from taking the opportunity to share some of the more raw elements of vision development. This may not only encourage people, but it will also expand their understanding. 
You know that saying, you may be the only Bible people read? Well, you might be the only business visionary type that they personally have access to. Our walk is never just about us. Just don't get caught up in trying to convince or convert. Simply share and keep it moving. Now, before we end, I want to leave you with a simple affirmation prayer that I say to myself to center my perspective when I notice influence of opinion creeping in. I simply repeat, I will not simplify or dumb down my God-grace complexity so someone else can wrap their brain around it. 